Blog Talk Radio. Bringing you excellent entertainment from the king of DC media. Here's the Inside Acting Radio Show. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Inside Acting Radio Show. Today, I welcome acting coach Brenna McDonough, who will be teaching as part of a workshop called The Nitty Gritty of Being an Actor, which takes place tomorrow at the Actor Center, 1810 16th Street Northwest, on the third floor in Washington, D.C. You can find out more about that uh, event at www.actorcenter.org. You can find out more about Brenna if you go to www.oncameratraining.com. That's www.oncameratraining.com. You can also find her book. You can work on camera at Amazon.com. So I'll just read here a little uh, description of her workshop tomorrow. And it reads, If you're new to acting, new to the area, or just want to brush up on the latest protocol, don't miss this primer on what you'll need to know and do to move your acting career along. We'll cover the essentials, including basic marketing materials, monologues, how to find casting resources. Get the scoop from stage director Steve Zimmerman on what works and doesn't work in auditions, and ask on-camera coach Brenna McDonough all your questions about getting started working in film and TV. Now, this event is uh, free for active Actor Center members, and it is $15 for non-members. Uh, and for more information, you can go to www.actorcenter.org. Uh, the time and date is May 20, uh, 2017. It's going to be from uh, 3 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, the address, 1810 16th Street Northwest, on the third floor of that particular building. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So I'm waiting for Brenna to dial in. I uh, know that she's very busy. And we just wait here a minute. We'll give her a few minutes. And if not, uh, at least uh, everybody on the line will be able to hear uh, a little bit about the, the workshop tomorrow. Uh, the Actor Center is a fantastic organization. They've got a lot of free classes. And as I said earlier, you can find out more www.actorcenter.org. Fantastic, fantastic. So while waiting for Brenna, I'll just talk a little bit about uh, what's been going on uh, as far as the show. I've had a lot of uh, fantastic shows this year. Do a quick retrospective. If I go back to, let's see, if I go back here to January, uh, had the, uh, the f- I'm sorry, February, I had the fourth annual Inside Acting Radio Show Super Bowl special. That was a fantastic show. And I had uh, actress and uh, cosplayer Elizabeth Gamaz on the show. That was February 23rd. And then I had my first annual Inside Acting Radio Show Academy Awards special. That was February the 25th. Then back in March, we had uh, Vincent Fiore and uh, Conan Lamont 
and uh, Johnny Alonzo from the Wise Guy Kitchen. That was a very fun show. My old friend, acting coach John Pilata, he returned to talk about his latest projects from Sons of Anarchy. I had Alec Walker, uh, played Agent Stahl, and was also on Universal Soldier many years ago, talking about her directorial debut. I had a young and the restless star Eric Braden. He was on uh, back in March the 20th. Aaron Marcus, August, I'm mean, sorry, uh, March the 14th. He's an acting coach. He's been around for years. A good man. Up-and-coming actress Tina Jetter was on March 23rd. Moving into April, I had the cast of uh, 10 by 10 by 10 uh, Theater Festival up there at Fells, Corn- Fells Point Corner Theater. Uh April 11th, I had Christopher Enlow talk about the screenplay with Christopher Enlow. That was good. I loved the talking with the cast from uh, Arena Stages, uh, A Raisin in the Sun. That was April the 10th. And I had the cast of Dancing at Midnight. Uh, that was April 26th. And the fantastic Joseph D. Fisher talked about his first film, Ice Chapter 1. So those are some fantastic shows. Uh, you can find us uh, if you search on uh, on iTunes. You can find out all about us. You can uh, contact me if you want to be on the show. Uh, the Facebook handle there is William.T.Powell. Uh, Twitter is uh, Will Underbar Powell or Inside Underbar Acting on Twitter. And we're always looking for fantastic guests. Yes, indeed. So we're waiting for Brenna to dial in, and apparently uh, she may have been uh, indisposed with other uh, other things as she's getting ready for the, the workshop tomorrow. It has an excellent book. You can work on camera. If you go to Amazon.com, you can work on camera Acting in commercials and corporate films. And if you just type in her name, Brenna McDonough, B R E N N A M C D O N O U G H. Just type that in there. Her book will come right on up. It's a slender volume, but just packed with good information. So you've got like sample scripts in there you can practice. One of the things Brenna talks about is. You know, read every day, read aloud every day. Always remember your body is your instrument. Just the importance of uh, breathing, visualization, imagining who's behind that camera when you're talking to it. Uh, She's got over 30 years, I guess close to 40 years in the business now. She's fantastic. So she should definitely go out and and, uh, check out that book. So it looks like she may have forgotten to... Dow in here. We'll just uh, give her a little bit more time, and this happens from time to time. So let me just go ahead and see if I can ping her again. Kind of like a conference call at work. Yes, indeed. Let's we'll hit refresh here, see if she's on the board. And so far, it's just me on the board here. Okay, I guess we'll give her a couple more minutes. Um, So, again, if you're just tuning in, I have a quick description of the workshop tomorrow at the the, uh, the Actors Center. 
If you're new to acting, new to the area, or just want to brush up on your latest protocol, don't miss this primer on what you'll need to know and do to move your acting career along. We'll cover the essentials, including basic marketing materials, monologues, how to find casting resources, etc. Get the scoop from stage director Steve Zimmerman on what works and doesn't work in auditions and ask on-camera coach Brenna McDonough all your questions about getting started working in film and TV. Free for active Actor Center members, $15 for non-members. For more information about the AC, please visit www.actorcenter.org. Okay, so we are about eight minutes into the show, and Brenna's uh, usually very, very punctual. Let's see how else we can can contact her here. Let me see. I may be able to dial out and get to her. So hold on, folks. All is not lost. Uh She is, aha, we do have a phone number here. Let's see if we can dial out. I have not done this in many years. And uh, here we go. We can call a guest. How about that? Let's try this. All right, folks, just give me a second here. All right, let me dial out. Ah, I think I see. The number you dialed is not in service. Okay, I think she's here. Hello, Brenna. Hi, I'm just coming from a... Hi, William, it's Brenna. Hi. Hi, I apologize. Am I too late? No, no, no. In fact, I was just ready to call you. Thanks for joining us today. We're really excited about the workshop tomorrow. I'll go ahead and plunge right in. So okay. I know you've got this workshop at the uh, Actor Center tomorrow. Uh, so what can students expect uh, when they go in there tomorrow? Well, um, Sarah Holt has, is going to be the moderator, but I'm doing it with uh, another um industry professional whom I have not met yet, but as far as my end is concerned, this is um, pretty much the nuts and bolts, the ins and outs of either getting started or continuing to maintain your commercial career in Washington. So we will discuss everything from headshots to auditions to following up with casting directors um, and pretty much answer any questions that other people think they wouldn't think to ask. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Okay, so what's the key to, well, this is so many issues that you'll be touching on. I mean, like one of, one of the big issues right now is uh, self-taping. So right. uh, what, what's your, what's your, tape, what's your uh, take on that? Well, it looks like self-taping is here to stay, so I suggest that people get good at it. And I think there are uh, a couple of key points that I want to keep in mind, and I will mention those now, and we'll also cover them in the workshop tomorrow. But um, keep in mind that you are actor and engineer at the same time, in that 
you're putting yourself on tape. You're recording yourself on tape. Some people do it on their phones. Some people go to a studio and have someone else do it for them. And some people just set up a, a system in their home. Um, and then you will be um, transporting that to whoever asked for, for your audition. So if you're reading a scene, you're going to need to find someone who will read with you. And that's fairly critical. And when you do have someone read with you, it's really important that they read in a very neutral way and not very loud. Because remember, it's the person on camera whose audition it is. And, right, exactly. Uh, just, you know, and, and how do you transport it? Do they want to use Vimeo? Do they want to use YouTube? There are a number of systems. And you just find out from, from your audition who you want to send your, your information to. Right, right. Okay, um, what's the latest trends that you see in having a good headshot? Okay, let me just go back to the self-taping for one second. Okay. People people think you have to get a lot of special fancy equipment. You don't. It's important to have a plain background, not necessarily a door in your house, but if that's all you've got, that's fine too. A plain, neutral background and good lights. Now, again, you don't have to buy expensive lights. They have setups that you could get at Home Depot if you needed to. But if you have two lamps on either side of you, because that's more flattering than overhead light, never flattering. So side lights or a light in front on your face. That's And keep it simple. Um, now, you asked me about headshot trends. Yeah, what's the latest trends there? Yeah. Well, you know, everybody has a beautifully produced professional headshot with their name on the front, and it looks just fabulous. It's you, how you look on your best day. However, I have noticed there's a trend in casting directors don't, and producers don't really want that picture. They want a cell phone picture of how you look right here, right now. So for those of us who have been in the industry a long time, like me, you know, I'm kind of attached to my headshot. On the other hand, I sent out a selfie the other day and was called in for an audition. So it wasn't my dolled-up self that actually got me called in on the audition. It was how I looked that day without having, you know, gone to the hairdresser and fixed up my makeup. So I think the trend is a, a much more natural shot. I think professional headshots are important. But don't be surprised if they just want to see how you look when you, you know, have been up in the morning for a couple of hours and if you were going to go to the store. They want to see you look like that. Exactly, exactly. So what's some of the keys to finding a good monologue? Excellent question. Um, and I just learned this recently from, from someone at the Actor Center, as a matter of fact. Um, the key to finding a good, first and foremost, the key to finding a good monologue is read plays or go to plays. Okay, and if you don't want to do that, I think there are a couple of key things you don't want to do. Don't just go get any monologue book and look up a monologue that you kind of like. You want to pick a monologue that resonates for you emotionally. So if that's mm. from a movie or, or if it's from a play, but the key to it is it resonating for you emotionally. It has to mean something to you. Um, I also think... Um, looking up people who have done work that you like and see what plays they've done or see what movies they've been in. And sometimes you have to cobble, cobble together a monologue from a scene. Right. Exactly. And uh, you can do that from a, from a TV show or a movie. 
Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so we're getting kind of short on time. Let's talk about, um, oh, your opinion on some of the, the acting databases out there, like Agency Pro or Actors Access. Um, yeah. I mean, do you think these are, are worth uh, their return on investment? You know, I think that's uh, judged on an individual basis. I know that um, Agency Pro, uh, I was on a few years ago. I'm probably going to sign up for the next go-round this year. Um, two of those are good, especially your first couple of years. But if you're not getting enough return in that you're not making back what you spent on doing it, I'd say you need to kind of reevaluate. I also think people who start out, they submit themselves for things that aren't necessarily in their own backyard. And so they're spending all their time and energy traveling to auditions where if they sort of stayed in the Washington DMV, they could get a little bit more done and cover a little bit more territory effectively. So I, right. I recommend that, that they use the local resources, Actor Center being one, Brian Dragunov, checking the local ca- uh, data uh, uh, websites of uh, our local casting directors. See what you can get done here before you decide to go to Richmond, you know, where it'll cost you 60 bucks just to go for the day for a possible job. Mm. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. So uh, yeah. What, should, what should actors look for in casting agencies? You know, um, that's a good question. I think um, most casting agencies, directors here in this area, are really friendly with the local talent. They know the local talent almost by name. Um, but remember that the casting directors work for the producer. Um, they don't necessarily work for the talent, but it's a little bit different here in Washington where it's a little bit friendlier in terms of the relationships. So um, look for casting directors that have an open call. Look for casting directors that have an extra extras database that you can get into to at least get in the door and let them get to meet you. Um, I, I do run into a lot of young actors who um, say, well, I don't want to do extra work. Well, you know, nobody wants to do extra work necessarily. On the other hand, um, I've made more contacts and made more friends and learned more on some of the extra jobs I've had in my career. So I think it's kind of a good way to go, and it's a way that casting directors get to know you. They get to know your your work protocol. Were you on time? Uh, were you cooperative? Uh, you know, things like that. Mm. So, yeah, that kind of bled into my next question is, uh, so according to you, it's, you know, an actor couldn't do too much extra work, that it wouldn't be a hindrance. Um, I don't think so. Um, I think it's it's a matter of how much you can stand. If You know, if you get three days <laughs> in a row one week, it's, that can be a very long week. On the other hand, I have been on a set where they went into the actor pool, or into, excuse me, into the extras pool at lunch, and they lined up 20 guys, young men, And then they, you know, eliminated 15, and of the five left, um, two of them got a speaking part in the the Chris Rock movie that we were doing that day. And had they not signed, had they not signed up to be an extra that day, nothing would have happened. Mm. So I think I think extra work and stand-in work can be uh, long days, but I think with the right attitude, you can learn a tremendous amount. Exactly, exactly. So what's some uh, good daily practices for actors as far as, you know, tuning their instrument and just staying ready all the time? Sure. 
Um, I think you should read out loud every day and over-articulate whatever you're reading, okay, because that just keeps you primed and pumped for any words that come across your eye line if you should get called in for an audition that day. You might have a self-taping at 5 o'clock that you didn't plan for. But if you get up and you do your reading out loud in the morning, you're, you're a little closer to being ready. Um, you know, take good care of your body. Our, our, our body is our product, you know. So stay in shape, stay hydrated, um, learn to move around, take a yoga class, take a dance class. Even do things you're not really good at, but that just keep you engaged. Um, uh, check, check the local um, sites for auditions. Um, I say go to theater, you know, go see a play, go see a musical. And you don't have to spend hardly any money on it in this area. There's free things going on all the time. So I think those are a couple of ways that you can stay tuned. You know, it's do a little vocalizing, a little singing every day. I just think it keeps you, like I like, it keeps you engaged. It keeps you juicy. It keeps you ready for the next thing that's going to happen. Fantastic. So let's talk a little bit about you. Uh, tell me about uh, your projects and uh, what you have coming up next. Uh, well, again, the workshop tomorrow at um, at the Actors Center, uh, which will be fun, the nitty-gritty of, of the business. Um, I do a lot of private coaching, getting people prepared, you know, with their monologues, things like that. I do some executive coaching. Um, I was late today because I was on a voiceover job that went a little bit longer than everybody expected. And then, of course, I was on the Beltway, <laughs> which everybody expects to be kind of bad on a Friday. Right. So um, those, are, those are a number of the things that I've been, I've been up to lately. But okay. I'm fortunate. Well, we... I'm, married to, I'm married to an actor, so we get to go out to a lot of theater. Oh, good, good. We yeah. do have about five minutes left, so if you're at liberty mm-hmm. to talk about uh, your job, I mean – could you talk just a little bit about how you booked that voiceover job and a little bit about it? Um, I booked the voiceover job because they listened to a number of female voices and they, it was talking about, interestingly enough, something fairly scientific. Um, but they didn't okay. want it to sound. They didn't really want it to sound scientific. They wanted it to sound warm and friendly, like something you'd want to be a part of. So right. they chose my voice, my voice because I gave them, you know, apparently what they heard is kind of what they wanted. So, you know, I was talking about uh, a magnesium mine in New Mexico today. So that mm-hmm. was <laughs> not something I would do every day. But it's interesting. I learned something. Um, I didn't know it was almost as light as aluminum and that there's magnesium in, in all sorts of products and it works well as an alloy with other metals. So those are a couple of things I learned on my job. Fantastic. Okay, Brenna, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. We'll definitely have you on, uh, you know, in the future. And uh, good luck tomorrow. Thank you, William. I really appreciate this uh, opportunity. Absolutely. Okay, have okay. a great day. Mm-hmm. You too. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. All right, folks out there in Radio Land, remember to do something for your career every day and break a leg. Good day. Looking for a show to see this weekend? Look no further than DC Metro Theater Arts. They've got reviews, Q&As with actors, and much, much more. Visit DCMetroTheaterArts.com. That's DC Metro Theater Arts.
www.thepowerofpeace.com. Under the dark you pacify me Hold my breath Take me down, I won't fight Beat on my heart, you drum inside me Somewhere my death Makes the sound no one can find I never met anyone like you Danger 